You're listening to Real Estate for Real People, hosted by the Stone Sisters. The Stone Sisters have built an award-winning realty business, and they're here to share some of their knowledge with you. A new episode drops every Thursday. If you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And visit www.stonesisters.com for more information just like this. Hi, so thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to talk about how COVID has changed real estate and how it's changed the real estate trends. Um, Looking at, you know, home design and what buyers are looking for. We've certainly seen a change in in buyers' needs and wants when purchasing now. 100%. It's it's interesting because I think it's the most dramatic change that that I've ever seen in in my, you know, quarter of a century selling houses here. <laughs> you talk, you started when you were 4, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 4 and okay. a half. But, Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's give people some ideas of of, you know, changes we've seen and and you know, these are changes that I don't think we're going to go back to. I don't think we'll go away from some of these things now that people have realized this is what they want. I think so. I mean, of course, what we're all seeing with more people working from home, the number one thing we're seeing is office space. So people are renovating offices, they're buying new desks, they're making their offices really nice, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or even having a secondary office. Um, Something that I saw actually was people had taken their garage because not many people park in the garages anymore, but even more so now they used to use them as storage. I saw one house where they had made it into this fantastic second office. It was beautiful. Um, So that's something that we're seeing is making sure that people have great office space and they're renovating and spending lots of money to decorate their office spaces. Well, you know, I think if we go back and look at when COVID hit, you know, often kids were working at home, Mm -hmm. parents were working at home. And in many cases, a lot of those people have continued continued to work at home. Mm-hmm. You know, employers have have allowed maybe it's a hybrid model where you go to the office a couple of days a week and and you work from home and I think we've all realized you spend a lot of time in your office. You want it to be a nice space. So you know, built-in cabinets we're seeing, uh, a roomy desk. You know, people don't seem to want to work from their kitchen table anymore or in a corner of the living room. They want a no. dedicated space with a door that closes and some natural light. And desk space, like talk about furniture that you're seeing, you know, you just alluded to it with the desk, but you know, you're not seeing these contemporary desks that are tiny and you know, you're seeing comfy chairs and desks that hold lots of storage and drawers, drawers, because people are moving, you know, they are moving from that, that office where they kept everything at at work and keeping it all at home. Yeah. It's not a, not a space just for decoration anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for a while pre COVID, I think offices were, you know, often we see a floor plan on a house here in Kelowna where you walk in the front door, the living room, great room, kitchen is out in front of you. And on the left or on the right, there was an office, but it was kind of a show office. Mm -hmm. You know, you had one photograph or picture or painting, you had a stately desk and chair, but no one actually worked in there. No, it wasn't comfortable. It didn't look comfortable anyway. No, and they weren't really used. And now that's a functional working space. So Mm -hmm. closed door, some sound, you know, sound insulation or sound muffling, you know, area rugs, draperies. Yeah, you're seeing a, it's a whole trend. It's it's interesting. Yeah, and then good internet. You know, yes, that's so true. Key thing that we're certainly seeing people ask is, well, does this house have fiber optic? Like, you know, yeah. I'm going to be working here. I'm going to be, you know, doing Zoom calls around the world or around the country. How good is the internet here? And they're actually running tests and and checking it on their phone. And we've never seen that before. Never. No, it's never been. You know, people often used to want to leave work at the office. Well, now the offices come to them, so they mm-hmm. need to make sure. That 
but it's it's functional and it's and it works. Hundred percent. Another another area that we're seeing, in addition to the office, uh, an area that's become you know it's always been really important, but it's become even more important and even you know maybe a little showier, I guess, would be the kitchen. Yes, it's so true. So I think people entertaining and people staying at home, and I know you couldn't have many people inside your home, but you would have, you know, your your amount that you were allocated and you're cooking at home way more. I mean, how many times did you go out for dinner in the last year? Probably a quarter of the amount that you went the year before. Yeah. And so you're cooking more. You're wanting a big workspace to be able to cook and you're entertaining and, and just being in your kitchen space. Well, and something I find fascinating, there was an article, I think I was telling you about it, earlier, I think it was in the New York Times, and it was just talking about the, you know, the evolution of the kitchen and how there we're going away from a, you know, a great big stately fridge and a great big stately freezer that are sort of front and center and the anchor of the kitchen. And that's all going behind panels now. And it's all sort of blending in because people do want to entertain. They are at home, but you know, there's a trend going towards refrigerator drawers and you may have four refrigerator drawers rather than one big fridge. And freezers are, well, they're not completely obsolete. They're they're going away. People want fresh food. They want- Yeah, that's so true. The the big chest deep freezers or big stand-up freezers like like I have, ah, that's that's kind of going away. That's and it's certainly you're not seeing as many as the big side by side fridge and freezer because people aren't needing that freezer space. They may have a little freezer in their garage or something, but mm-hmm. it's true. You are seeing a lot of that. Well, and one of the coolest things I saw, I've only seen it once so far here in Kelowna, but I, I guarantee you we're gonna start to see more of it, was a was a hidden cooktop, you know, mm-hmm. a, a hidden range. And, you know, that's something I, I saw that just recently. And and I know I've, I've talked to, to one of the um, appliance stores here in town and they can't keep up with the demand. They're exorbitantly expensive, but it's where you have an induction cooktop built into the, the granite counter or the, the, you know, quartz countertop. It, when you look at it, you can't tell that that's a, a heating surface. So you wave your hand over it or, or touch it. In this case, it was in the house that was there. You, you touch a button under the counter and then the induction circle starts to heat up. And that's where you cook. When it's turned off, it looks like your regular, island kitchen countertop. That's so amazing. But it's it functionally it makes sense because while people are entertaining more, they're having people in their homes, they're spending more time at home, I think fewer people are actually cooking. Yeah, it's, it's it, some are cooking. You know, I know everybody was baking bread when when COVID first hit, and and you know soups were soups were really popular, and and all these baking things were you know everybody was going in that direction. But for the first time when COVID hit, I tried skip the dishes. And That's true. Instead it, of going out to eat, maybe you're eating that at home. I still think you're cooking, but you're but if you're, you're entertaining, that home. you might be you you might be heating up. And mm-hmm. then your kitchen can, I mean, if you, you picture some of these homes and you can't tell where the fridge is because it's hidden in a little drawer tucked underneath and everything is all streamlined and maybe you, you know, it's a, it's a nice space with a center Island that kind of looks like a bar mm-hmm. rather than looking like a working kitchen with spaghetti sauce on the back. Well, and I think it really is an attribute to people are at home more. 
So they're noticing their spaces more. And I think they're putting more money and investing into those spaces to make them what they want. Whereas before people just, everybody was running. And I think now people are just, you know, COVID taught us all a little bit that we have to slow down and we are spending and remaining a little bit closer to home. So you're seeing those spaces a bit, Mm -hmm. you know, something that I'm seeing is people are spending a lot more on appliances. You're seeing oh good appliances gosh, yes. going into properties. People are spending, and it's important to have a you know a good stove, a good dishwasher. And I mean, the back order. We just tried to order a dishwasher. We're still on wait for three months later. But you know, that's what what we're seeing is people are spending on good appliances, and that's important to them. Yeah, really interesting. And then if you're spending time and money, whether you're the one doing the cooking or you're ordering in. Then another big area that people are spending money is a home gym. Yeah, that's After so true. you eat all that bread is probably what did it. <laughs> that's what I had to do. I had to make a home bread or a home gym after making all my sourdough. <laughs> but, you know, gyms, you know, for years we've been seeing home gyms and, you know, a weight set in the corner of the living room or out in the garage. But what are we seeing now? Well, we're seeing space for Peloton bikes. I mean, really, that's been a huge business, uh, just people biking and people buying that Peloton bike and needing a space for it and people allocating a gym space. I saw a listing the other day that had a little room that they called the Peloton room. And Mm -hmm. it was a tiny, what in the past, we probably would have called it a pocket office. And now it's called a Peloton room. I mean, really, people would be smart to take a bigger closet, a walk-in closet, if you have one, put gym floor in there, throw a bike in there, and there's your gym. And people would be fine with that. It doesn't need to be a big space, but people want to have an allocated, designated space to working out. And, you know, we are seeing lots of Peloton bikes in, in houses right now, but you're seeing weights. I mean, try to get a set of free weights. It's almost impossible because Mm -hmm. there's a huge demand to have home gyms, Mm -hmm. well-equipped home gyms. I think there was the perception that, you know, if, you know, I know I'm, I'm guilty of this. I thought that I wouldn't do my workouts if, if I weren't in a gym being yelled at by, by Brandt, my trainer. But uh, (laughs) when, when I realized I could do that at home and he could yell, at me through my phone or I could go on, you know, one of the YouTube videos or what have you and, and actually be motivated. How nice to not travel somewhere to, to go to the gym. How, how nice to be able to do it at home. What well, cuts your gym time almost in half because you're not doing that driving there and back. So, you know, there's that demand or that desire to do it. And I think people, instead of spending money on their gym classes and their you know monthly um, costs, they're yeah. spending that on their own home equipment that they get to keep. And, so. and they're using it. Mm-hmm. They it's, are using it. Yeah. It's, it's neat to see. And I don't think that trend will go away. Something we are seeing is less media rooms and Way that's less. more to that gym. I think people are, you know, taking their media rooms and making them into gym spaces. Mm-hmm. But new construction and new homes that are being built do not have a media room in them. Not often. And, you know, we'll, in evaluating houses or going into them, we'll, we'll say to sellers, oh, this is, this is beautiful. Your house is built 10 years ago and, mm-hmm. and what a fabulous media room. Do you use this a lot? And the answer, almost always, of course, there are exceptions and some people love their media room. But generally speaking... They're not getting used. No, no, they're not. It's so a whole bunch of real estate that, you know, often ends up being storage or as you're saying, Shannon, turning into a a home gym, a gym. Another area that we're seeing is outdoor space. I mean, that one we could all pretty much predict, you know, when COVID came and we were all locked down into our houses and, you know, the weather started to become nice. We all wanted to have nice outdoor space, especially if that was the only time we could entertain or be with people was outside. Um, People have been spending a lot of money and time in, in their backyards to make it really what they want. And we're seeing 
some incredible oasis. Oh, it's it's magnificent. Everything from misters and and you know pergolas to keep you cool in the summer mm-hmm. to outdoor heaters and and whole elaborate. I mean, some of the homes we're seeing nicer outdoor kitchens than what the house has indoors. It's true, and the furniture. I mean, beautiful outdoor furniture that people are putting. They're undercover and they're, you know, they're like living room furniture, but they're making their living room outside. Um, And pools, we are seeing a huge demand for pools, lots of... Didn't you tell me that you can't actually get, or, you know, it's, it's very difficult to even get a swimming pool. Most of the companies here in Kelowna, you can't get a pool for how long? You can't get one, you know, the rest of this year. You can't get one next year either. So I think there's a year and a half or two year wait list for pools wow. right now. So, wow. I mean, that's, it's, it's crazy, but there's just been that huge demand. And I think there's a part of, you know, that's also part of the supply. We, we saw, you know, supply issues. We're still seeing it across the board with everything and pools are also part of that too. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's nice to see. And I think back, you know, when our mom and dad were, you know, newly married and, and entertaining or what have you, a home was where you hung your hat, but you didn't, you didn't spend a fortune on it. You certainly didn't update. People weren't as home proud mm-hmm. as, as they are now. And it's, I think it's something that's actually quite nice to, to realize that your home is your oasis and you really want it to be a sanctuary. Well, and I think with less people traveling now, they are making their homes their travel space. I mean, we're seeing that even in the design of things. You know, we're seeing it, you know, transferring into, you know, much, much more, I don't know, travel pieces, you know, more global trends that you're seeing Mm -hmm. being brought into the home right now. Well, yeah. Tell me about the patterns that that you've been noticing. I thought that was really interesting. So you're seeing a mix of patterns right now. So you're seeing people mix stripes with polka dots and, you know, lots of different things, but you're seeing a lot of that earthy tones and, you know, you might see more European flair coming into the design of houses or that cottage. I think they actually call it cottage cottage cheek or chic chic yeah Yeah. so you're seeing that coming into the trends where it's just busier but I think it's also more inviting maybe at work getting a little bit away from that cold feeling throughout a home with more patterns more detail more pieces that are more art pieces sort of that you might you know want to walk up to and start a conversation sort of with yeah. And, and again, I think it's just, you know, COVID has brought people, I think it's brought people closer together with, you know, your immediate family, your, your friend group, what have you, and, and actually showcasing, okay, well, I can't travel right now, but I did used to. So here's this, you know, rock collection I've got from when I went to Croatia. And, and I think because people want to travel and they miss that, that they're bringing the ocean into their house. You know, they're having more ocean pictures or, or, you know, Italian village. They're bringing a picture of that into their home so they can remember it or visualize them being there. So we're seeing a lot more of that just in the design and decor um, into houses. I welcome it, to be honest, because I think for, for a long while, longer than, than trends normally stick around, everything got a little bit homogenous. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you'd look at photos and, and photos of our listings or, or photos of different properties available. And they all had sort of the, the white walls, the pale gray floors, the, the white kitchen, everything yeah. was white really. And they all kind of looked the same, whether it was a $200,000 condo or a two and a half million dollar home mm-hmm. and having a little personality is, you know, I think it's a welcome change. I hope that this trend stays and isn't actually a trend, but a, a real transition. Well, 
one of the uh, colors that's new for this year will be for 2022. From what I've heard is actually bright yellow. So would you paint your house bright yellow inside? <laughs> that's one wow. of the trends. But remember, mom had a yellow kitchen always. Always. Like- yeah. So that's what we're seeing. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how long these trends last. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but um, I think most of them will. And I agree with you. It's it's a nice change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are just some of the things we're seeing, some of the, the changes in, in the current trends. And I think some of those are, are really brought on by by COVID and just perhaps a different understanding of who we are and how we want to live. Thanks for listening to this episode of Real Estate for Real People. If you want to reach out to the Stone Sisters, visit www.stonesisters.com. This podcast was produced by Podigy Podcasts. See you next time.